Hey there, ladies and gentlemen, this is Mr. P with Mr. P Explores, and if you are tuning in right now, you are back for yet another episode of Mr. P's Tales from the Road. Happy Thursday. How you guys doing out there? Uh, I am uh, relaxing here at home. It's been uh, yet another interesting day uh, in my classroom doing my thing, uh, but I'm glad to be here. I hope you guys are having a wonderful week. Uh, things are looking great here in Cleveland, Ohio, as far as weather's concerned. It's nice and, well, balmy, I guess the word would be. It's in the 50s, which is strange. I actually wore my sandals out to go to the drugstore. Uh, kind of weird weather for this time of year, but I'll take it. Uh, beats the hell out of 20 degrees and snow. Uh, but wherever you're at, I hope you're having a great week, and you have a great weekend planned ahead. We're almost there. Uh, I'm excited about this weekend because I will be going down to Point Pleasant, West Virginia, down to Mothman Territory to do some exploring there in rural West Virginia. We got a bunch of stuff planned. Uh, we're just going to hang out in Point Pleasant and uh, shoot out to the TNT area, uh, home of the Mothman, uh, and some other things along the way. So uh, should be a pretty good weekend. Hopefully you guys have something good planned yourselves. Um, so some news for you guys. I don't know how many of you have been paying attention, or you know, if you're not in this area, I guess you, you wouldn't know, but uh, another round of uh, Detroit schools have been fenced off. Uh, there's a big, long list of schools that are going to be demolished here very soon. Um, so that's coming. I just thought I'd let you guys know, as if you didn't know already. Uh, more schools are coming down left and right in the D. Uh, you know, it's something we've been seeing all year long. I'm sure wherever you're at, Philly, Pittsburgh, Cleveland, uh, you know, wherever you are, things are coming down. And, uh, you know, there's no break. No break. No rest for the weary. And uh, speaking of which, <laughs> this weekend, uh, I was in Detroit this past weekend, and we uh, got news that the Fisher Body Plant, which is like the biggest the biggest and oldest abandoned building in town, uh, as far as, you know, longevity is concerned, uh, is being sealed up and boarded up. Uh, apparently, they are actually going to go through with renovating the place. So they say, um, you know, so boards were starting to go up. We, we got in there, you know, on a Sunday, so there was nobody working. Um, but as far as I know, things are afoot. So this might have been the last time you ever got to see Fisher Body 21. Uh, hopefully not. I don't know. Um, this is all going to tie into my story today uh, and what I'm going to be talking about today, but I'll get back to Fisher Body Plant. But, um, yeah, it's like the end of an era in Detroit. This is like the last factory standing. <laughs> so I don't know what, you know, all of the big spots have been eradicated or in the way uh, on the way down. Uh, one of the YMCA's is coming down there, too. Uh, a friend of mine who actually works in asbestos abatement is actually working to take down or helping to take down one of the... Uh, one of the YMCA's there on Jefferson, uh, right along the, the, the Detroit River. Uh, old, old, old YMCA. Now, now, to be fair, this place is pretty rough. It probably needs to come down, but uh, you know how sentimental we get. Anyway, um, so today I kind of wanted to talk, it's kind of a more serious personal episode today. Uh, a lot of you guys will relate, um, and, and without being a Debbie Downer or anything like that, this is this is a, an episode that, that kind of hits me this time of year, and I thought it'd be a great time to talk about this. Um, it's almost December, you know. It's in, we're, we're in December now. Things are getting dark and dreary. Uh, the sun goes down by like four thirty. It's dark. It's dismal. Uh, it's going to be snowing. It's going to be cold. We're going to be inside a lot. Uh, all of this heralds the arrival of seasonal depression. Uh, anxiety, um, just all kinds of mess coming up. Um, I know that, that mental health is something that is uh, just a, kind of a pandemic or endemic uh, within within the urban exploration community. A lot of my friends, a lot of the people that I explore with, a lot of people that I communicate with suffer from some form or another of mental health um, issues. 
So I thought this would be a great time to talk about that today and just kind of talk about, you know, how urban exploration helps us with that and sometimes hinders us um, as well. So, um, you know, a lot of this stuff is personal. Um, I've had lots of personal experience with depression, um, seasonal and otherwise. Um, so if, if you if, if you don't, um, hopefully this will give you a window into some of those to do. If you do suffer from it, um, this will hopefully allow you to see that there are many more of us out there than you might think. Um, it's a problem. It's and it's not just it's not just in the urban exploration community. It's everywhere. I swear to God, everybody that I know is on some kind of anti-depression meds or is going to counseling or something. So it's it's definitely our country um, that's got this problem. But a lot of us in the urban exploration uh, hobby area have this situation going on to some degree or another. Um, I did an episode on this. Like, it was like my second episode ever. Like almost two years ago, I did an episode on this. So I thought this would be a good time to revisit it, talk about it a little bit, tell you my personal experiences, and just kind of go through you know, what, what urban exploration has done for me and, and might have done for you in helping along you know, getting past that um, in some ways. So um, I'm just kind of going off the cuff here today. I'm just kind of going off the cuff. I'm telling you guys some things I've seen and done, my experience. Um, I first started getting... Uh, some idea that something was wrong with me when I was 10 years old. So this was back, way back in the 80s. We're talking like, yeah, 1986 or so. I was just starting off, uh, I hadn't even started junior high. I was like in fifth grade. And I just knew that something wasn't right, especially this time of year. I would get depressed. And I didn't even, I didn't even know how to verbalize that at the time. Back in those days, you guys have to realize that it was not cool to talk about depression. You didn't talk about it. Um, it wasn't a thing that was even addressed. If, you know, if you weren't, it, your parents would basically tell you, you know, buck up, kid. You know, these are boomers giving you this this information. So you know, they they're just passing along what their parents said to them. Like, hey, you're not having a you're not having a good day. Put a smile on your face and get out there and get it done. You know, no complaining. So you didn't bring it up. Um, your family didn't bring it up. It was kind of a taboo subject to talk about depression in the '80s. Uh, it just didn't happen. And for a lot of us, that that seriously, you know, it, it debilitated us because we, you know, we weren't f- comfortable talking about it uh, until way later. I didn't get comfortable talking about depression until just a few years ago, really. Um, you know, you didn't tell anybody because it was it was off limits. It was like you know, you're crazy, you're you're insane, you're not right. You know, you need you need heavy drugs. Um, you belong in a, an insane asylum, that kind of thing. That's how it was, and. Um, I think a lot of us went through that. I'm 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 48. I'm old. I'm an old I'm an old fart. I've been doing this, you know. I've been doing life a while here, um, so it's a little bit different for some of you young, younger folks now. I would imagine um, it's a little more open to talk about. Uh, you can talk about these things and not feel as if you're being you know scrutinized about it. Uh, but back in the day, we weren't we weren't allowed to talk. You know, a guy you had to be a man. You couldn't be you couldn't be in 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 touch with your emotions or deal with them. You had to just suck it up and stiff up or lip and all that shit. Um, that's what it was like, and, uh, I guess I feel it more, you know, I, I can definitely understand, uh, because I, I, I teach, I have kids who definitely are in the place that I was in when I was that age, uh, you know, I'm, I, when I was 12 and 13, 7th grade, you know, that, that area that I teach, that was a horrible time to be alive for me, I hated it, I hated myself, I hated life, and I didn't know how to express it in ways that, that could get help for me, uh, it came out as anger, it came out as, um, just, just, you know, bad behavior. <laughs> and, uh, it drove my, my parents nuts and they didn't really know where I was coming from. Um, to some degree they might still not know. 
But, uh, you know, that's, that's where things are at. Now, you know, I, I, I went through college. I had several what I would consider mental breakdowns in college uh, because I, was, I just didn't know what to do. You know, uh, it, it, I had many people that were there for me, but I didn't know how to explain what I was going through to them. And uh, it, it wasn't until I was way older that I was finally able to, to figure out what the hell was going on here and get some help for it. Um, it's still bad, especially this time of year, but with the age that I've had that I'm at now and with the time that I've had, I've had you know plenty of time to, to figure out how to cope. Right, coping mechanisms, you know, how to keep myself busy and to, you know, to be ready for when these things happen. Because depression doesn't, it's not always a nonstop thing. Um, for some people it can be. For me, it goes on, you know, it'll happen just on a trigger. You'll be perfectly fine and all day and then you'll go home and something will trigger it and boom, you're depressed. And it'll last, you don't know how it'll last. Uh, sometimes it'll last, you know, a couple hours. Sometimes it'll last a day. Sometimes it'll go on for three weeks. And uh, you always have to be prepared to be ready for that, to be ready to deal with that, because you're going to have to go to work, you're going to have to deal with people, you can't just shut yourself inside a room and pretend that it doesn't exist, you've got to deal with it. So, uh, you know, making coping mechanisms over the years has been something that, that I've been doing, um, and, and I'm sure a lot of you guys out there that are in the same situation have done the same. Um, depression is not easy to deal with, uh, it's a huge problem in this country, huge, and it's getting worse generation to generation. Uh, for reasons, I mean, there's a thousand and one reasons of why. I'm not going to get into that right now, but um, a lot of us are in the same place. And I know a lot of my friends, a lot of my colleagues, um, a lot of people who I explore with are suffering with this to some degree or another. Um, some of them have been hospitalized for it. Um, some of them have been on heavy-duty drugs. They've been in... Um, mental hospitals because of it. I mean, it, it's, it's, a, it's a horrifying thing to watch a friend of yours go through that. Uh, you know, I can, I, can, I can sympathize and definitely empathize uh, with, with them. I've never been on that level, but it's been close. <laughs> so, um, and, you know, it does affect the way you behave. It affects the way you act. It affects the way you think. It affects everything around you. And it is exhausting because you are trying so hard to fake normal when you're not feeling normal at all. Uh, you put on an act. You're acting. You're basically putting on a Hollywood-level acting, you know, brouhaha all the time when you're depressed to make people think that things are fine. Um, so you can get along. You know, when I teach, there are days when I don't want to be there and I have to fake it. And it's hard to fake 110 kids out. It's totally hard to do. Anyway, what I'm getting at here is, is you know, it wasn't until I started urban exploring. I, I've always felt more relaxed away from people. There are days when I'm depressed, I just want to be away from people to think and to have the solitude and to kind of gather myself back together again. And anytime I would go, you know, I would used to go hiking in the woods. I'd go by myself. I'd go just wandering around somewhere by myself where there was nobody. I always felt better. So when I finally discovered urban exploration, this was like the perfect, the perfect thing to, to help me, you know, uh, when there were weeks when things were horrible and bad, I could go into an abandoned building and kind of find myself again. Um, you know, you spend time in these empty factories, these old schools, these old abandoned churches, and it's quiet. Your brain can think. Your soul can think. <laughs> you can kind of let go of all the steam that you've gathered up, all the pressure from all the craziness and all the, the work anxiety and family anxiety and friends and everything that's been going on, you can let it go and just be yourself and just be for a couple hours on a Sunday or whatever it is. 
You know, you may be there with one or two other people, but it's calm, it's quiet, it's relaxed. You can you can breathe, and um, I think we all find it that way. I think that's why a lot of us do this. I think that's a lot of why a lot of us get up uh, early in the morning on a Sunday and drive somewhere and sneak in through a window or you know whatever we do to enjoy that quiet. You know, we love the history, we love the photography, we love all that. But for a lot of us, it's all about the quiet. It's all about the being being able to think again. And that's where it's at. Uh, I don't. I don't know what your take is on that. I'm sure all of us are different. You know, I would love. I would love to hear your stories. I mean, by all means, if you're listening and you're you're checking this out on Facebook, you know, leave me a comment or send me a message if you don't even want to do that. I'd love to hear your story. We are all very similar without even realizing it. I'm sure um, all of us have those stories. So, you know, um, I, I, it's hard because you know so many people that you you care about are going through this and. Being a fixer, I'm, I'm the kind of person that's a fixer. You know, if I know friends are going through this, especially since I know what they're going through, I want to help them. But it's not always easy to do. Um, you know, urban exploration is a way to do that, just to go with your friends who are in the same wavelength and just chill. Um, this time of year is tough for everybody. Uh, and especially if you have to deal with family, right? You've got holiday stuff coming up. And uh, you know as well as I do, you're going to have to sit there and explain to them you know, every year, why do you go through those abandoned buildings? Why are you dangerous? Why do you? you have to explain to them why, and they never really understand your reasons. You, know, you, may, you may talk about the history, and you may talk about you know, photography, but you know, deep down inside, you want to tell them, look, this is where I go to get away from you people. <laughs> this is where I get away from having to be somebody that I'm not or having to be you know, what you think I should be. This is a place where I can be me and just relax. And not all family members understand that. Colleagues as well. I have a lot of colleagues who don't understand why I do this. They kind of look at me like I'm crazy. I can't really explain to them the real reasons, you know, that this is the place I go to get away from all the craziness here. Uh, I can't do that. Uh, The rat race, so to speak. Um, You know, we're misunderstood. We're the misunderstood ones, usually. Um, And and this is our safe place. This is our safe place to go. You know, we urban explore um, for for those reasons. I like to think, um, you know, a lot of us. I know me. I, I like I, I go out. I like that connection with with abandoned places. I've always loved abandoned areas out in nature, out in the middle of nowhere. I love a nice quiet, you know, a nice quiet place. Um, you know, and you get that. Uh, like, for instance, the Packard plant in Detroit. That place is so quiet so you know and nature has basically taken the place back over again you've got birds in there you've got um just when it's raining it's just this wonderful sound of rain it's just you're there in the middle of nature and you're like it's just 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 your quiet place um it's a definite stark contrast to your regular life you know the hustle the bustle the 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 commute the, the the clocking in the noise the the people you have to deal with some of them are assholes and you can't get away from them at work you know, here you can you can relax. Um, you know, it, just, it lets your well-being happen, right? It reduces your stress. Um, for some people, and I know me too, I feel good after I go urban exploring. I'm, I'm, this is physical activity. I'm not sitting my ass on a chair all day. Um, I'm not staying in one place. You know, I'm going upstairs. I'm walking halls. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. I'm climbing through things. I'm exercising. And you get endorphins from that, right? Your body creates these chemicals that make you feel better. And you don't get that during the week, usually, unless you're working out, right? You're in a building. Um, you know, you're, you're, you're having, especially if you have an adrenaline rush, if something happens, that adrenaline's just like, boom, I mean, you're losing weight, right? Uh, that depression and anxiety just kind of slinks away when those endorphins come out. 
Um, I don't know. For me, the curiosity and adventure of it is, is, is the great part, too. Uh, I love exploring new places, and, and that, that excitement of finding a new place kind of pushes away the depression, right? If you go into a new church or a new school or a new factory, just the amazement that you get when you walk into these fantastic places, you just it all melts away. It, it just magically disappears. It like just, just erases itself. It's kind of like Thanos doing the click, right? Um, the snap. All that shit just goes away, and for a while, you feel good. You know, you've got your camera, you've got your friends, you're, you're shooting shots, you're just, oh my god, you guys know what I'm talking about. You, you just, when you walk into a place, oh my god, this is amazing, like, you don't know where to start. You don't know where to start. And uh, you, just, you just forget about the rest of it. You, you're in the zone. You get in the zone. Um, that action and adventure makes that happen. Um, for me... Uh, being in these places definitely uh, brings some mindfulness. I am able to actually um, you know, take deep breaths and focus myself. I can think about what I need to think about, even if I'm not exploring. Um, there are times when I can go to an abandoned building. Like, say, in here in Cleveland, we have the Westinghouse factory. Um, I've been in Westinghouse a thousand times. Um, I know it up and down. I can go there on a certain day and just go up to the second floor and just kind of relax and look out a window and just be. And you know, my I can focus myself. I become I, I can I can think again, and and that's that's what's really good about it. Um, you know, uh, I, this is a place for me to, to to be with people that are like me and that understand me. Uh, most of us out here are you know we're of the same mindset. We may we may have different lifestyles. We may be different ages. We may come from different places or have had different upbringings. But most of us are in the same place. You know, we're we're kind of the misunderstood folks, as I said. We don't always, you know, people don't always understand us. Um, they don't get who we are or why we enjoy the things we do. And when you're out with your friends, you know, you've built this community of people who do get where you're at. They understand where your brain is at. And they know, <laughs> they know when you're having a bad day. They know just by the way you are in, in an abandoned building. They know. And they know to just kind of let you have your space. And it's great. Um, for me, it's a good chance to get away from social media, man. I don't know about you guys, but social media, holy shit. Social media is, is one of those things that just it just drives you crazy. Um, I had an episode about this a couple weeks ago where it just feels like you're constantly, uh, you know, you think you constantly have to produce. You constantly have to be creating to be relevant. And you're not focusing on what really is important, which is being there. You know, being in that place, being there with your camera, enjoying the time. All right, the pictures, the pictures are fantastic. The pictures are great, but you know, putting them online, great. But it's the moment that you're in while you're there taking them is what you should be focusing on. And a lot of us forget that. I do too. I forget about that. I'm like, oh, this is going to look great on Instagram. Instead of, man, I'm really having a good time here. I'm enjoying myself. It's nice and quiet. I'm relaxed. My friends are here. Um, we are so caught up in this this need to 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 show off what we've done. Um, you know, because we like the endorphins from that. We we like we like that getting that when someone clicks, you know, the 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 the, the likes, you know, get, give us that high, um, and it, we look for that, and that's not necessarily a good thing to look for. Um, it's fake. It's not real. It's not real peace. It's just temporary. It's a temporary fix. You know, so being in a building really helps you with that. Um, it allows me to be creative. Self-expression is huge, right? You can't do that. You cannot do that during the week where you work, where you, I mean, maybe you can, I don't know, but I know me, it's very difficult to do. 
I have all these little things I have to micromanage and all these little things I have to decide, you know, thousands of decisions in a day. You know, I have kids screaming at me. I have uh, bosses with deadlines. I have, you know, all these different things you have to deal with. Um, there's no time for creativity. I can't just sit down and, and plan and, and design and, and get creative. Um, being in an abandoned building helps with my depression in that way. I can actually focus on whatever project I'm working on. If I know I'm doing something, I can focus on that. Uh, it's a chance for me to, to do that, to express myself um, in ways that I can't do anywhere else or anytime else. Um, it's a great outlet for that. I'm sure you guys agree. I'm sure, I'm sure many of you understand what I'm talking about. Um, you know, uh, I, I know that, that many of you know where I'm coming from. And I, and I don't know. Again, I'm talking out of my ass here on this episode. I'm just kind of, you know, this is off the cuff here. Uh, talking about mental health. Um, there's no script for this. I'm just, I'm, just, I'm just talking at you guys here. So I'm hoping that you're like, you're nodding your head going, yeah, Mr. P, I know where you're coming from. Um, it can be very difficult when, when nobody understands what you're, what you're talking about. So hopefully you guys do. Um, this is pretty normal, guys. Don't, don't, please don't look at yourselves and say, you know what, I, I, I'm messed up in the head. Nobody else has these issues. Um, I, I'm, I'm bizarre. I, I just, if you get that way, just know that you're not. There are so, so many of us that are also dealing with the same problems. Okay, Many people in the community that you don't even know um, are, are dealing with that. Are, 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 you know, working through it themselves. Um, we're out there, okay? And I know this is hard, but, you know, if you're really having a, a horrible time, uh, and I've, I've had friends that have gotten to the suicide level of that. I hate to use the S word, but, you know, suicide, uh, thoughts of suicide, I've been there. I've been there. Um, and, you know, it's good to have someone to talk to. So don't, you know, at least for me, I don't, I would, I would be totally happy. If you communicated with me that you're having a bad day, even if I don't know you that well, I'm willing to listen because I know where you're at. Uh, you know, let somebody know. Okay. Let somebody know there are, there are, and look out after your crew, right? You have your crew, you have your people look out after them. Okay. If you know they're having a bad time or you sense that there's something going on, contact them. Don't wait for them to contact you. Just say, you know, drop them a message. Hey man, how are things going? You looked a little 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 down the other weekend. You everything everything cool? Right? Check up on your boys and girls. Right? Do that. Cuz uh, you don't know. Maybe they're having issues and don't want to say anything. Um you know, and and like I said, I'm I'm always willing to talk. I'm always here um even like if we don't know each other. If you drop me a message and say, "Mr. P, I'm having a real rough time. I I'm having some crazy thoughts." You know, I'm here to listen. All right, I have no problem talking back and forth with you. Uh, I have no problem at all doing that. Um, this time of year sucks ass. <laughs> I know somebody goes, Christmas time is great. Don't get me wrong. I love, I love, you know, I love uh, spending time with family and um, you know, enjoying just the, the chill out time. But it can be bad. It can be a rough time, uh, especially if you're living by yourself or. You know, you're kind of, you know, off off on your own. Um, it can be tough because there's nobody there. And, 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 you know, in the summertime, you can go out and go out into public and, and be around people. But, you know, this time of year, it can be hard. So, you know, keep track of each other. Keep track of your friends. All right? Um, a lot of us are feeling the exact same things. And uh, I would hate to lose somebody on account of depression. You know, even if it's somebody I don't know, it would be a horrible loss. Horrible loss of life. Horrible loss of humanity for someone to, to end it because they uh, f didn't think that someone would listen, all right, or that somebody didn't keep track of them. Um, 
so yeah, I mean, I, I, I deal with this daily. I have, I have kids um, who I know are having the same problems that I've had. You know, I know there are kids that, that had problems <laughs> exactly like mine, uh, and it's hard because I can't always, you know, I can't do anything about that. Um, but I can do that with you guys. You know, if I know people in my in my circle are having issues, I can be there for them in ways that I can't be there for my kids at school. So, anyway, I'm I'm blathering on here, guys. I'm sorry. Uh, th- this was one of those things that this is never an easy topic to talk about, but um, I did want to talk about it a little bit. Um, I, I, you know, I, uh, I just want everybody to be, to be well. Uh, it is a rough time to be alive right now. There's a lot of crazy shit going on, you know, it, personally, in our country, the economy, everything, everything just seems to be just a complete disaster right now. And it's very hard to keep your head above water some days. And, um, we just have to realize that in our, in our community, um, you know, this is going on. We got to keep track of it. I don't want to, it would be horrible to lose any one of you out there. Uh, because of that so um, you know keep on exploring and, and keep keep your crew aware of what's going on all right um, anyway uh, that's really all I've got today you know, that's really all I got um, I was gonna tell you guys a story but I don't I don't know I think I'm gonna say that for next week I, I am gonna finish the uh, the story that I, I started last week I was telling you guys about places that you go um, you know, when you least expect it, you find great things. You know, when you're not even looking for them. I have a, one more story. I'm gonna I'm gonna save that for next week. It's a mystery location. I'm gonna tell you guys about next week uh, and our adventures there. So a little more upbeat next week. All right. Um, but just to reiterate, all right, keep keep track of your people. All right, make sure you're you're you're, you're touching base with people. Uh, reach out if you feel like anything's going on. And uh, if anybody does feel as if they need to talk, you know, if, reach out to somebody you feel comfortable with. Your crew is usually the people you can trust. Um, do that. Um, and if not, like I said, I'm a safe person to contact. I'm here to listen. All right? Um, please do that. Drop me a message. Drop me an email. Whatever it is you need to do, and we'll work you through it. All right? Anyway, I'm going to start packing for Point Pleasant. I'm going to get some stuff ready to go here. Uh, who knows? We might even see Mothman. You never know. Weird things happen around Point Pleasant. You know, they see a lot of crazy stuff down there. So maybe you never know. We'll see something. You know, it's that time of the year. This was the time that Mothman was first seen. So you never know. Uh, people have seen Dogman down there and God knows what else. So it, as long as we don't get our asses shot off in the woods by hunters, I'll be okay. All right. So get out there this weekend. Uh, enjoy the warm weather while it lasts. It should be in the 50s around here in this in this part of the country anyway. Get out there. Get some great photos. Keep posting them. Um, drop by face, the Facebook page and, uh, you know, tell us a story. All right, if you've got a story to tell, please please let us know. All right? Well, that's all I got for you guys today. Short, short episode today. All right? We'll see you in the next one. Have a great weekend. This is Mr. P signing out.